Welcome to Series Finale Podcast. Uh, you're listening to Series Finale Podcast, and it is stolen. Valor July. Our salute to this nation's heroes, the guys that dress up like the military. <laughs> I love that he says on multiple things. I'm a student. I'm a father. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> I agree. Uh, how old are you? <laughs> Uh, this is the show where three comedians watch and discuss the final episode of a television show that they have never even seen. seen. I'm Zach. I'm Jack. I'm John. <laughs> and by the way, if you're loving this podcast, and we know you are, check out our Patreon bonus episodes that come out every single Thursday at series at patreon.com slash series finale. And this week we watched an interesting show that kind of takes a novel idea of Stolen Valor and yes. military programs. We watched a Fox Network yes. reality contest show. I wouldn't necessarily call it a game show, but reality contest Yeah, called American Grit. This show is perfect for Stolen Valor July. It's, it's, amaz- it's a great find. It was for invented the, for, for us. It has yes. the patron saint of Stolen Valor, John, John Cena. Cena. John you Cena, know? a pro wrestler who constantly... <laughs> Projects an air of military service, even though he has never served in the military. Never once. <laughs> Salutes the flag, walks around in camo shorts. He's starred in movies about like a Navy SEAL. He's, no, he? no. He's in, he stars in The Marine. The Marine, starring John Cena. I bet he has gone to um, USO tours. Yeah, yeah I think definitely. So. I think he's, I think he sometimes. Like, for some reason, the military just, like, will accept it. They just yeah. think John Cena is such a badass. They're like, yeah, it's cool. And that's raises an interesting question. Do you think if you are maybe a USO entertainer, you're more of a veteran than a Marine? Well, what's the I great th- story you told, John Paul, between the two country artists where, like, Luke, they're backstage at a country thing, and, like, Chris, Crit- Chris Christopherson... Yeah, he's a veteran. The right? guy who's saying Red Solo Cup, Toby Keith, and Toby Keith is giving him hell for not respecting the troops. Yeah, Toby oh, Keith said none of that liberal garbage yeah. tonight or whatever. And oh, Chris uh, Christopherson's like, "Well, son, I, you never served, so something like that." Just calls him. I out. don't know that story. That it's must a be a, maybe a Jack story. That's a great know. story. Yeah, though. yeah, I don't know if it's Christopher Christopherson. I don't know if we got what they said correct at all. Boom. But, hey, but in it's in out the there, yeah. and uh, <laughs> I need Toby Keith to answer by the end of today. <laughs> Boot in the ass. Boot in your ass. It's the American way. Yeah, I'll dude. Go. I actually kind of like Toby Keith. I like, that song's pretty sick, to be honest. <laughs> so the premise is that some people who are struggling with self-esteem, they either lost it or they never had it. They're going to get mentored. By cadres, yes. U.S. Yes. military service members, dude, to feel I, good about. I themselves. think the reason people let John Cena slide with the stolen valorness of his whole act yeah. is because mostly people that go do stolen valor videos of like yelling at people, they're always 
better in better shape. They're always like <laughs> they're always go, like if the, you would pick them if there was a fight. Yeah, they're going up against feeble people. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. John Cena, you know, he's got camo shorts on and he salutes the flag. But you're not going to be like, "Hey, Cena, fuck you," you know? Like he would dismiss someone. You. Might someone might somewhere? Yeah, they deal with a death wish. Yeah, I know. Are you kidding me? He'll take a chair to your head. I actually think <laughs> Cena has like a nasty body that ended up kind of weird. Gross. Yeah. It's like so big in the the shoulders, in the the biceps. Then the the chest is very strange looking. You really? You don't yeah. think John has? A good I don't body. think John Cena is a handsome man. No, wow. physically or in the face. What about when his hair gets a little bit longer? Uh, he needs to do some work in the gym. I think John is building too much mass, <laughs> wow. and he should maybe look towards more like pliability to to lean out a little bit. The so Brady he should, way. Yeah. He should be doing more yoga stuff. Like John Cena is wearing jean shorts because his calf is like is his legs are ugly. <laughs> you know, if he had nice quads, he'd be rocking some short shorts. Dude, what is a cadre? Can we go over what a cadre is? It's on the show. I don't. I think it must be a real term of some kind but i don't know if it had i, I thought a cadre would be like a group of people but, yeah but like is cadre the opposite of cadet let's look about that a cadre might be someone who trains a cadet maybe i could see that and this show was all about these cadres who were like ex-military people yeah sort of getting losers to feel officers. better uh, it's just a key group of officers used to train a new unit the cadre oh, so they yeah. say it all they cannot stop using the word cadre. Cadre the show. comes up all the time. It would actually be a good supercut of like every time the word cadre is used in the show. It's it was literally every fifteen seconds. This show is so low production. It's hilarious. You can tell it's low production because the finale, right? The big shebang. There's three people yes. going up against each other in a like a a, a questionnaire. And this is right? the, last Dude, the episode. questions in both the challenges. It's just a game of memory. Yeah. They're just saying, can you put these faces in but the dude, order they were eliminated? So the last one is them like they're they're being hung up on they, they're like hanging from a a crane and they have to hold themselves up while they answer questions. Yes. There It's physicality there. They run out of questions. Yes. <laughs> It's a joke, dude. I mean, this is the this is the finale of the show. You could tell by the final episode they were like, "We're over it." They're like, <laughs> "I mean, it was such a bad." The finale should be the big Kahuna, the f- hardest physically and mentally um, boot camp style. Like, what is it called? The uh, when you like, like a, a tough mutter. What is yeah, that? Yeah, okay, tough mutter. Oh, no, like a Spartan race. What are they called though? Um, a obstacle course. course. Obstacle course. It's yes. supposed to be like this really difficult obstacle. Course. That's what I thought it was going to be, and it was so fucking lame. <laughs> They're, they're well, hanging from trapezes, answering questions about the show. I mean, <laughs> also, the prize is a quarter million dollars. Cli- the prize the, is huge. This, no, the standard has been a million for reality TV for I like think years. Oh, I think a quarter a million for like a low budget Hulu produced. You know. <laughs> oh, I know this was on Fox. This oh, is this network, was. Baby, oh, yeah. Wow. I, I still think two hundred fifty G's. Is I thought that good. was a pretty high. Pro- I thought that was a pretty good prize. How many weeks did they need to be there for? <sighs> Probably like 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, dude, how long do you think it takes someone to get rid of all their demons and find their grit? Uh, an hour. <laughs> an hour on Twitter. With the help of a cadre. Dude. And John Cena, I mean, John Cena, his his rival, The Rock, had his own obstacle course show. Yes. That American was on Spartan. NBC. A Spartan? He kind he kind of he kind of got outdid by the Titan Games. The Titan Games are which, way more interesting, which I think might still be on. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, and I would actually. We should do the Titan Games for uh, um, our po- our Patreon podcast series pilot. Yeah, because 
I love. I used to love American Gladiator, and I think Titan Games is similar to that. Yeah. Where this show, American Grit, is just like people with like dysfunctional personalities, sort of talking about their feelings. <laughs> yeah, honestly, and then doing weird puzzles. Nickelodeon <laughs> used to have Legends of the Hidden Temple, <laughs> and they used to have Gas, which were two different. Uh, obstacle course shows they were yeah. both physically more difficult <laughs> and they were targeted at like eight year olds than what we saw on American Grit yeah but um, on American Grit when they get eliminated they would ring a bell ring the bell which was a symbolic of the Navy SEAL training if you don't make it you ring out that's really sad that's a reference to the Navy you oh ring that must be very emotional yeah well it was in American Grit as well yeah absolutely yeah dude well that's a, another like the show is sh- so shot like so shoddy it does it just does look like they just got some, the, it, it looks like crappy the bell breaks multiple <laughs> times this one sh- by the way this was a mid-season replacement show both seasons what does that mean so that means that like a show got canceled halfway through a season and they just had they just threw this in there and I technically, the show has not yet been canceled. It has not been canceled or renewed. They're so just waiting it, for another cancellation. They're wa- they're waiting. I think they're waiting for just the right uh, group of mentally ill people to show up again. Do you think now that Crystalia's podcast has been canceled, that they'll just replace it with uh, American Grit, mm. the the audio version? <laughs> <laughs> I think John Cena is a little busy these days. The other thing is there was so little drama going on that one of the big dramatic points is that this one girl is very irritated by flies. <laughs> To show she was funny. She had big titties. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> yes. We made it nine minutes. I was hoping we were going to get through the whole episode. I, I thought dude, you were allowed. The blonde? The housewife? The housewife. Dude, I was going to mention it to her. T- I mean, she didn't just have big titties. She had massive Yeah, she dress. also mentioned it. Yeah, she also she brought it up about herself. herself. She said, I was just a big-titted blonde, and now I'm a big-titted blonde with grit. <laughs> it's also so unfair. The, fina- the final obstacle that they have to do with the hanging is so fucking unfair. To make to the breast to, like to aerodynamics. The, well, dude, they're just, not they're not just like swinging from a pole. The, they're like hung up sort of horizontally. The titty weight oh. going down is like crazy compared to the other two. What if the guy is hung and he's got you know <laughs> dong weight? weight. Dong <laughs> weight is way less than titty weight. I think. Yeah, they are. I read once that like double D breasts can weigh between sixteen and twenty three pounds. Oh, <laughs> damn! Oh, if you've got a pair, send a photo. <laughs> we'll guess your weight. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, dong weight too. We'll guess that. How much yeah. does an average dong weigh? I mean, w- one of yours. I mean, I have two. <laughs> do you? Do you? Th- I I can't even. Im- I don't even think, I think it would my be five dong pounds. weighs my no probably my half th- a pound. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say the same thing. My dong weighs like three grams. <laughs> <laughs> you can do. You can snort my dong off a key and have a good night. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't want to sound weak, but I don't think it would be over a pound and not no. over two. How much do you think Vito's bad at for his dong weight? <laughs> 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 Vito was a big boy. I'm sure some of that weight was in his dong. <laughs> well, he went on Nutrisystem, right? And lost a bunch of weight. No, he actually went on Celebrity Weight. Um, there's a Celebrity Weight Loss show that was like Vito, and he was an amazingly nice man on the show. I Him and Bam Margera's dad were like best of buds by the end of it. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Phil Margera. Yeah. Dude, I remember when that show happened. What was really ridiculous was that Phil Margera was in such denial about his weight. It was crazy. He would say... <laughs> he would say... He would say like I he, when they were like, "Do you do any exercise?" He's like, "Oh yeah, I exercise. I mow the lawn." And I was like, "I thought that was like mm, I could see that you're like out there walking once around. a week." 
He, it's a sit-down lawnmower. Yeah, it's, he's, it's a riding <laughs> mower. He thought he got a workout just from turning the wheel. <laughs> he's that fat fucking asshole. Isn't, he thought it was a good workout to sit and just oh turn the wheel. God. I'm glad Bam used to beat the shit out no, of him. No, Phil seems like... So, if you watch that show, you'd be like, wow, Phil is a sweet, sweet man. He's so kind on the show. And like just very soft spoken. But Don Vito got crystalliated. Oh, what yeah. Vito spatafoided? No, no, no. No, it's <laughs> a different Vito. Different Vito. Remember Don Vito? No. He yeah, was he was like the... Phil's brother, right? Yeah. Uncle, or, or Uncle Uncle Vito. I don't know. It was all weird. He had a weird eye and he couldn't really talk, so they had he to was subtitle him. Special needs. Kinda. He was hilarious, dude. But he I... apparently he apparently was messaging underage. No, he Are wasn't messaging. I think he I think he, at like a sign, oh, oh, what's it called? Like should, a, by the way, I should say if you're under, you're not an underage woman. You're, you're a girl. girl. Yeah, yeah. You're. I use problematic language there. I think it was a trade show, and he was like, like signing. Soprano con. Yeah, yeah. It was Bam Majera con, <laughs> <laughs> and he was signing like you know he had a booth or whatever, and I think he like it, oh, he took a yeah. photo with the 16 year old and he like grabbed her titty. Oh, and God, um, damn, dude. Yeah, and then he died. You know so. <laughs> So, so, so don't touch a six-year-old city. You'll die immediately. That's true. We that's should good spread advice. that rumor. Mm. That's fine. Uh, American Grit, it has the what last did you, What did you guys think of John Cena hosting the show? John Cena, very nonchalant about the whole I thing. I like John Cena. I think he has good comedic timing. I think he's made a wonderful transition to comedy roles. He was great in Trainwreck. I bet he was good in that animated movie. He's a good guest on late night TV. He's comedic in this. He was very bad. I really <laughs> thought John <laughs> Cena lacked a presence. He, you could tell he didn't care. Yeah, I think, what was he wearing for shorts? He wasn't wearing jean shorts, which would have been an obvious... I think he was wearing navy whites. Yeah. He wasn't funny. He wasn't caring. It was just missed the mark. I thought he was funny. I thought he was. I mean, for me, the best part is at the very end they say what happens to them all, and it says John Cena was engaged to Nicole Bella. Oh, that didn't work out. This show is. Go try to find it on, on the internet. It is impossible to find. You guys can say, I'll send you a link. I can find it easily. Maybe Cena wiped it because of the reminder of his ex. Uh. I could see him wiping it also because now The Rock has a much better show. It's a bad similar. Show. Are you anti ch- like having children, John Paul? Oh, am I, like, yeah. personally in my own yeah, life? Yeah, like, does the fact that John Cena is, like, a devoted, no- child free oh. guy inspire you or make you like him more? No, I'm not anti child at all. I would, I want to have, it would be nice to have a uh, kids someday oh, but nice. I just don't it doesn't seem likely <laughs> but it could happen but I'm not hey, I like you know I like start the, you know messaging I like the idea. 16 year olds and see, you know <laughs> go up so now maybe get that. with Nikki Bella she, John broke up with she, her because she no, wouldn't have a baby about, right? she's about to have a baby now with her new bo- with her new beau Daniel Bryan no that's Brie Bella new day <laughs> <laughs> So Nikki and John broke up, and then Nikki Bella, <laughs> Nikki Bella is now with her da- with her dancing with the stars co-host. R10. Get out of here! Yeah, yeah. they're they're she's pregnant with his child, and Damn, they're about yeah. to have the baby soon, probably like within minutes. Did so you John have Cena to stop her so that you can have a child with her? That makes Did sense. Cena get snipped? I I I could see it. I actually did the snip. I was the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> he's so devoted to like no. Ch- he's like I'm not having kids. And he's really was he, he told her that he wasn't going to marry right. her, but she just was like, dude, I women don't, don't fucking want to listen. It's about crazy, it. right? Dude, it's so annoying, bro. It's uh, he uh, from we, I all, got all the, accounts. He was like, 
I don't want to have kids, and I'm never going to get married. Very to publicly to the point that <laughs> I know that about John Cena. Right. And then Nikki Bell apparently was just like, mm, I bet I can change his mind. Women bring up small things all the time. Too. What happened? Oh, so, He's sad to me, bro. So today, um, with the, you know, we're getting the house ready for my guests, my podcasters, and um, she brings up the scratches that the tables leaves on the ground. Right. She talks about how we're going to lose our deposit because of the scratches. So she wants to get a rug. And I'm like, I don't think it's a big deal. They were there before we got there. Yeah, we're not going to lose the deposit. She gets all pissed off. She's like, well, I have a different approach. I think you're crazy for not doing that. And I'm like, why bother me with this? I don't care about this at all. Like, why are you bothering me? But women, you know, they can't help themselves but be bothersome to you. <laughs> but men are very unbothersome. Like when they use your one-bedroom apartment for a seven-hour <laughs> <laughs> recording during a global pandemic. Dude, it was fucking crazy. It was driving me up a wall. Like, why make us think about this? We're not going to lose our deposit from this. You're too worried. No, you definitely will not. Right. This place looks great. It's I agree. Very good Did condition. you notice the scratches on the ground? I couldn't even find them if I looked. Well, don't tell her <laughs> that. You know. Maybe I'll say I saw a couple of big scratches. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know why I'm putting her on blast. But. Um, I, I was like an American grit kind of guy. Yeah? Really? Yeah, I was an AGA. I have a feeling you weren't exactly the American grit guy that I laid out. Well, I was similar. I, I started filming a new reboot, and it, it is being withheld, so it can maybe be a mid-season replacement. Mm. But season three of American Grit is filmed at the Arizona Cryonic Center, where Ted Williams' head was frozen. Union negotiations with SAG meant no military actors were willing to work as coaches, <laughs> a.k.a. cadre. So Ted Williams' dismembered head was the only military actor who was willing to be a scab. He would coach us as he was a formerly distinguished Marine pilot. I had planned to use my 250k to buy a home in Fort Wayne, Indiana, and invest in a chain of Tim Hortons. Nice. John Cena overheard me say this on the finale of the show, and idea. he found it deeply unpatriotic and disrespectful to me for me to invest my earnings from an American show into a Canadian company. <laughs> Cena then went off about remittances and immigrants in general. <laughs> I had been filming the whole thing, and I had threatened to release a xenophobic diatribe. Instead, Cena canceled the show, and he bought the footage for $1 million. Wow. So I would have won two fifty k if I won. Instead, I didn't even have to play, and I won a million. I never was on reality TV, but I did win a cool mill. I immediately took that one mill to Atlantic City. I figured since I had won 750k extra, I could afford to gamble. <laughs> <laughs> I put it all on black and lost within one hand. Oh. I now live in a four-bedroom apartment with six other middle-aged men in Atlantic City working as a Dunkin' Donuts barista. <laughs> Damn, dude. Damn, that was your experience on American Grit Season 3. Season 3. Do you think it's racist to ever put it on red? <laughs> <laughs> American Grit was about bringing in people that needed an attitude adjustment. I was chosen for season three because they wanted a sleeper cell, a guy that had a lot of grit but could be really low-key about it. <laughs> so they brought me on for that reason. I was also not too bad to look at. Mm. Where I got the, When I got there, the cadres chose their teams. My cadre was an ex-Navy SEAL who killed Osama and downloaded all of his anime porn. <laughs> When I shook his hand, he said, wow, that's an incredibly gritty handshake. And he asked me to take his position. <laughs> My cadre stepped down from the show and asked me to take his place. He gave me all of his combat gear and his medals. Nice. I asked John Cena is this, if this was okay. And John Cena said, 
And John Cena saluted me and knighted me as the newest cadre. <laughs> I was a compassionate leader, but I got the best out of my team, the purple team. I chose the color after my purple heart I had earned in Operation <laughs> Iraqi Freedom. <laughs> <laughs> where I, I murdered 10 effeminate Arab guys for not getting out of my way when I was walking. <laughs> the other teams all dropped out after the second episode because they knew they could never be as gritty as me and my team. Wow. I then assembled the purple team back at my house and gave them all weaponry and cool uniforms. <laughs> we now work for Blackwater. And we were sent to Venezuela to extract a few prisoners. <laughs> But without any actual military training, <laughs> our team was immediately captured when we crossed the border. John Cena was given a special pass by Maduro to come to Venezuela and rip my purple heart off my uniform. Wow. He then made me ring the bell as I was no longer gritty. Oh, wow. damn. Yeah, pretty You did tough. so well, though, for a I while. I did. I was killing it. I mean, I'm, I, you, people who know me know, have always said I was a very gritty guy. Yeah. Yeah, always every guy. Every grit and determination. You always bounce back. Yeah, for sure. What does grit mean? What <laughs> happened to those those guys who got caught over there? Those uh, Venezuelan, like yeah. the oil guys. So yeah, the mercenaries who were captured. I don't know, mm. dude. I'm sure they're on the 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 giant truck, the back of the 18 wheeler, trying to cross the border. Yeah, that's, that's right. They're what part they of send the, they're, every year. They're part of the new caravan. <laughs> The new migrant caravan. I love the migrant caravan. I wish the migrant caravan is on foot. It happens every year on Easter. Yeah, yeah it, it probably happened this year, but they yeah. probably really were not lucky with COVID. Oh, um, I'll tell you guys this. I originally joined the cast of American Grit season three. I had been dishonorably discharged from the Coast Guard after some ship vodka I distilled had blinded three sailors. I panhandled outside the local theater to make money, but this was during the height of movie pass. So none of the patrons carried cash as the movie pass service made going to the cinema so cheap that no cash was needed. I was at a low point, broke, homeless, and, un and unable to get a steady supply of booze to keep my attitude and social skills up. I went to Best Buy to commit suicide by hanging myself with an Xbox power cable when I saw an ad for on TV for American Grit. I had a new purpose in life. I sent in my submission, and I was chosen to participate in season three. <laughs> I was cast as a troubled Navy veteran looking to get his life back in order. When I arrived on set, John Cena pulled me aside and asked me how I had been since we had last seen each other. I asked him what he meant. He said that we had a sexual relationship that started when I was in high school. I asked him if he was sure about that because it did not ring a bell. John stifled tears and walked away enraged. I joined the Navy team with our cadre. Leader. Our cadre was Robert James O'Neill, the man who had shot and killed Osama bin Laden. Wow. Who had assured us that the Navy would be victorious and that he would write a book about our exploits for a huge profit. Our first team challenge was to take on the Coast Guard team in a push-up contest. Each team had 10 members, and the first team to 1,000 push-ups would win. The rest of my team had an average of 111 push-ups, while I had four, <laughs> and the Navy team <laughs> lost. I was to be kicked off the show and wrung out. Just before I left the set, John Cena approached me and told me that he was sorry I was leaving. One thing led to another. We ended up making love. <laughs> John Cena was visibly upset as I was leaving, tears streaming down his face as he saluted me. I kissed his tears away and told John that he had never served in the military, so his salute was inappropriate. John became angry and slapped me across the face and we began to fight. The cast and crew gathered around to joyfully watch our lovers quarrel. John Cena hit me with the five moves of doom, finishing me off with an attitude adjustment. 
The depiction of John Cena, the depiction of John Cena beating his gay lover for calling him out over stolen valor, surely contributed to the decision not to air season three of American Grit. So we both have John Cena having illicit footage. Holding up production. <laughs> and Robert James O'Neill was the yeah. name of Padre. It's John, all connected. John Paul, based on your knowledge, if John if John Cena used those moves, like if he actually did a no holds bar <laughs> attitude adjustment on someone, yeah. knowing what you know about both WWE yes. and what you know about oh, MMA. Yes. Would an attitude adjustment be an effective strike? Uh, what is an somewhat. adjustment? He, just, he gets you up on the shoulders, and then he just kind of like drops you down. I mean, somewhat, especially if he lands on you. It's people do stuff like that. They do. I They've mean, done so, an attitude adjustment. Not exactly an attitude adjustment, but you, but pe- like people like Daniel Cormier, wrestlers can sometimes pick people up and slam them down. That's like not oh, unheard of. That's gotta hurt, dude. Dan- Daniel Cormier should do an attitude adjustment. Our writing that assignment sort of was in the Tommy Westfall universe. It was. Everything was kind of connected. It was sick. And uh, Jessica Andrade, a Brazilian MMA fighter, she slammed uh, Rose Namajunas and she beat and she like KO'd her and won a, t- won a belt that By way. throwing her to the ground? She like picked her up and slammed her on the ground and she knocked her out. Wow. Ultimate surrender. It was two women. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One of them. Brazilian. Oh, I gotta go get the uh, WWE Network now that I'm back in New York. I have something to watch. Yeah, they still doing fights. Yeah, dude, it's you're good to go in Florida. It's yeah, essential Flo- business. Yeah, Florida, it's essential business. <laughs> the WWE. Um, so one other thing in American Grit that I thought was like, there's this one girl character named uh, what was her name? Becca. Uh, Nikki Bella. No, no, no. She's no, like not the housewife. Right. Not the housewife, the other one. Oh, DD something like yeah. that. Yeah. She's a twenty-year-old sales associate. What yeah, the? She's she was massively in debt. Yeah, yes. to, to the point that she needed two hundred and fifty k. She kept bringing it up too. She kept bringing up it, the main points of the show are that there's one housewife woman who's got big titties and it hates the flies on the camp, yes. and then that the other girl is. In tons of debt and really needs the money for debt, which Can is I not a super compelling well, thing. Well, in America, it while is. While we're here, why don't we give a big round of applause for one of our podcast co-hosts who has recently joined the Debt Free Lifestyle. Yeah, baby. Thank you. Thank you. Woo! I want to just give it up to... Uh, thank you, Patreon subscribers. It was all your money. That's right. <laughs> no, You're thank debt you. free. Yeah, Dave Ramsey, he led the way, and um, I would give him a big fat kiss if I saw what him. Did it Are you debt free, John Paul? Uh, yeah. So where debt free Don't you podcast? have like an outstanding medical bill from like literally 50 years ago? So I, when I first... In 2009, when I came to Boston... <laughs> I had a contracted phone bill, which I'll never get right. again, and I couldn't pay it, so I just didn't. And so, but that was that was ten years ago. So I'm yeah, basically. But you don't know the status of it. No. If you checked your score, it would be there. It falls off after seven years. Oh, so you'd be good. Pay. But so did just somebody <laughs> pay it? I don't know. I, I never paid it. Fuck AT and T. How yeah. much is it worth? The, how much was the debt? Yeah. I don't know. It was, it was probably like 400 bucks. Yeah, it was not that much. Then it wasn't, I mean, but I'm just never going to pay it. No, you shouldn't. At this point, it means, means nothing. You also, it's not like you're like, ooh, I got to get a credit for my but house and stuff. I don't have student loan debt or anything like that. No, I don't have debt. Yeah. Imagine if you had student loan debt from a CVS training program. <laughs> oh, good. We're a debt-free podcast. We're That's a debt-free debut. podcast. Very few podcasts are debt-free. Right. 
but we are buying a studio for the pod. Well, more like a bedroom in my apartment. <laughs> it's uh, more fun to tell the podcast listeners that we're, we're taking out a hundred grand but to buy I a studio. I want to point out that you got out of debt the stupid way. Right? With a plan? With a plan. And you working you hard? You could have gotten out the smart way by, by winning American Grit. I know, dude. It would have been so sick to you win You didn't think 250K was a good prize? For a network TV show. No, obviously mm. 250K. I could live for a decade off of that. You probably could. Yeah, I live very cheaply. Yeah. 250K, a couple Trump stimulus checks. I'm set. <laughs> <laughs> dude, but she's going to... Are they going to send out... Probably not another one. Right? I don't think so. I think they're going to end it. Her voice was all fucked up, that girl's... Uh, the, the debt girl? The debt girl. She was like... Debt woman. Debt woman, years yeah. Old. She was woman. Not she a Dalia. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, not a, you're either a woman or a Dalia. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she, she... she, Didn't you guys think it, her voice sounded all fucked up? No, um, I just thought she had very little, if anything, to say. So <laughs> I didn't... <laughs> Well, what about Michael? Michael is the Michael's costume designer. He's costume a designer. 38-year-old. Yeah, gay costume Wait, do designer. Do we know he's gay? I think that was alluded to in why his upbringing was so tough. It seems like he... I if he's not gay, it's <laughs> crazy. I, I would say, like, in this clip we're about to hear, we can hear him talk a little bit about how he's feeling like he's been persecuted for walking down the street with his lover. So either he is... <laughs> So either he's a he, either he's gay or he is a straight guy with a lisp and a huge chip on his shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, dude! Let's roll the clip. Let's roll the clip. In the last challenge, Michael has earned some one-on-one -on -one motivational time with the two remaining cadre, Grady and Burke. Anything biting? Nope. It's called fishing, not catching. <laughs> We're gonna go fishing, calm him down, and just talk. This is a a, a, a game about money but I see it as having been something so much more. I'm tired of coming in second place. It's my time to come in first. You're going to the, the final? I'm going to the final three. You do have a hard decision to make. I have a very difficult decision to make. I've had to do it. Yep, and you've had to do it, it so sucks. many times. It so sucks. many times. I'm looking forward to making this decision, and I'm happy that Grady is my cadre because he's got my back. A little bit of... <laughs> Need a little bit of a... A little bit of relaxation. Stress reliever. Wouldn't be bad. Burke's motivational methods are slightly different. I will rain fire and brimstone down on your ass! Do you understand me? Yes, Joe Sergeant! Louder! Yes, Louder! Put it down! Yes! Pick it up! Pick it up! You seriously disgust me. I can't stand looking at you when you walk down the road, because you walk with your head down. No confidence! What have you been through in your life that makes you think you've got issues? Answer me that! I've been told you're nothing! I have fought for everything I've ever had in my life. Louder! I have fought Louder! for with me! I'm my lover to walk down the street. And I will never let anyone tell me that I'm nothing. Not even you! Not even you! Put it down. Feel search. Excellent. There's a good reason behind this training. It's not me doing it just to be an to make them understand that, look, even people that you love and respect will sometimes bring you down if they're allowed to. You've got to be confident in yourself. Those out there that call you whatever they want to call you, and they're never going away. So what you've got to do is make yourself bully proof. I respect Burke. His words do carry an unexpected amount of weight. Okay. I'm going to leave that to the listeners. You heard the clip. You heard him. <laughs> he said, he said uh, I fought for everything I had. 
Uh, people give me a hard time when I walk down the street with my lover. Right. But I, love, all- I love this clip of like this guy sc- like doing boot camp screaming in this guy's face for no reason. To get him gritty, bro. I guess. He's it, trying to make him bullyproof, he says. Yeah. We'll make There's also like... They- I mean, at 38, you should be bullyproof. <laughs> At 38, you should not be affected by so-called bullies. <laughs> um, but the, the show, the people on the show take this thing so fucked. Like John Cena has a very flippant attitude about it. And it's pretty funny <laughs> to me. He like cannot. He could not care less. He could care less. He, he could not. He has he no. Could, he cares so little. He, there's no way he, he could, could care. Could not care less, right? But the people, the actual contestants. Take it so seriously. I when get two hundred fifty thousand. When well, not even. It's one thing to take the prize money seriously. Michael needs to decide to send somebody home. Oh yeah. He is an emotional wreck about it. <laughs> the man is crying so much he can't even believe that he's been put in this position. He's calling the people that he has to send away family. He said, "My family. I haven't had a family in a long time, and this is my family, and I don't want to." They've been on set for probably like eleven days. Yeah, you, it's do you think it was that quick? I probably, probably. It's probably a month. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe not. Big Could Brother is like three months. Uh, that you would be like, oh no, but you just treat it like study study abroad. Yeah, you know. Yeah, dude, some abroad. people definitely. I was studying that abroad with a big ass titty. Yeah, dude, I was too. <laughs> <laughs> some people get emotional at the end of study abroad. The, yeah, but they're idiots. Like I, I re- also love that your criticism is like the people on the show bought into the show, which makes it lame. Like. Dude, they're getting paid to seem excited about it. <laughs> How lame would it be if Michael was like, eh, who cares? Whatever. Well, <laughs> they would recast him. Yeah, it's a good point. <laughs> but it is like, the fact that he's calling it his family is just hilarious. Everything on TV is fake. You can't assume anything he said or any way he acted is real. If it's not WWE, you can't trust You don't him. think he's a costume designer with a, with a gay list? You think he's like a construction? My viewpoint is like <laughs> has changed a little bit since Morgan and I almost got on Dr. Phil. We got to the point of a television interview and yes. we were paid and we were cast on a show. Uh, they're putting casting calls on acting websites. Yeah. Everyone here is an aspiring actor, and then they can't. You can't turn on TV and be like, "Wow, there's 28 people on Survivor. They're all aspiring actors." Yeah. So they all go by what their last or what their day job is. Yeah. Michael probably is hoping to star in Hamilton too. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Hamilton two. Let's do it again. What would be um, the subtitle for yeah, Hamilton yeah. two? Uh, it would probably be. Uh, Does it Hamilton, Hamilton two Ham- back to reality? Hamilton two War of 1812. Ooh. Wait, did Hamilton get shot and yeah, killed? Yeah, by Aaron Burr. Yeah. Hamilton 2. Hamilton oh. 2. Oh, Hamilton 2 dual action. Hamilton 2. Whoop, it goes gravity. Whoop, <laughs> they go. <laughs> Hamilton 2. Burr better run. Ooh, that's good. And it stars Bill Burr running <laughs> out of a room after bombing. <laughs> What's the these, uh, these subtitles are a little bit like a, a meme, meme minute. minute. Right? Why don't we do a quick meme minute for folks. American Grit? Oh, grab. Uh, American Grit, The Scroll of Truth, right? Ooh. John Cena running. He's running, running. He finds the Scroll of Truth. He opens the Scroll of Truth. To be in the military and to salute the flag, you should have served at least a day. <laughs> John Cena throws the scroll, scroll of Truth. That's pretty good. AOC in the SUV, The Rock driving. Hey, uh, AOC, we're on the way to meet my cadre. <laughs> AOC. Wow, we're gonna go meet your father. Oh, so she just didn't hear it. She's 
<laughs> she just missed her. I, All right, I, I got one. I got one. She's big, uh, big brain, lifting weights, mm. exploding brain, Tom Brady pliability. Nice. Massive brain, holding on with one arm to a suspended <laughs> bar while answering trivia questions. <laughs> Ultimate workout. Yes, dude. Wait, that's a I. Uh, all right. Um, what are we thinking? Shit. Black power fist. Yeah. Holding the arm of white power fist. Mm-hmm. Black power fist. I got one. Okay. <laughs> I, got one. I got one. This is uh. You keep working on yours. Yeah. Uh. This is um. This is a misidentified butterfly guy. Okay. 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 So the guy is uh is a network tv executive the butterfly is two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. is this an appropriate prize for a network reality show that's great that's great <laughs> all right uh nancy pelosi in the dashiki oh yes okay nancy pelosi in the dashiki um oh wait wait uh, john cena in a dashiki with Nancy <laughs> Pelosi in a dashiki. Yes. What are they uh, coming together over? <laughs> Starting a new new day. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Wait, what was the name of um? Like there was like a there was a group in WWE domination. Yeah, Mission of Domination. There a new th- Mission of Domination Ooh. with Nancy Pelosi and Kunta D- Cloth. Based Schumer. on the yeah. Nation of Islam, right? <laughs> Wasn't it a nation? Yeah, of they th- were like a Nation of Islam faction. I thought it was a great idea. Remember, I That's showed a you phenomenal. Remember, idea. I showed you the picture of like the twelve-year-old white in glasses <laughs> doing the black power fist. <laughs> It's so funny for the nation of domination. I love that kid. That's a, that's that kid. That that's kid rings true, true right now. Post racial America, <laughs> like when we can all be fans of nation of domination. Yeah. <laughs> so that's actually a pretty good little meme. Then nation of domination. The new new nation of domination is <laughs> Nancy Pelosi and Kente Cloth and John Cena as yeah. a big all right green. Uh, MAGA hat guy. Ooh, I I don't see color. I'm making one up. Guy okay. and a MAGA hat guy. I don't see color. Then John Cena comes up. No, you just can't see me. Ooh. Oh, that's pretty good. R. Kelly in traffic. Okay, Ooh, the original me. Yeah. R. Kelly in traffic. Bob Kelly also in traffic. John Cena standing in front of the traffic. R. Kelly and Bob on the phone with each other. Oh shit! I don't want to get an attitude adjustment. We better turn around. <laughs> All right, I got a different one. <laughs> R. Kelly in traffic on the phone. Yeah. Bob Kraft in traffic picking up the phone. R. Kelly says, hey, yo, Bob, where's the party at tonight? Bob says, hey, it's at Chris D'Elia's house. Oh, dude. Um, R. Kelly in traffic. No, no, no. R. Kelly getting out of prison for the first time. What's out there? John Cena with the belt to ring as his last day in prison. That'd be oh, nice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would be good. They should have ring out of prison. Well, I don't bell, know, The dude. bell broke, apparently. Yeah, the bell was bad. Uh, you want to do Deepak Chopra moments? What you do like you think, dude? If R. Kelly gets out of prison, what do you think? If somebody goes into prison for like rape or whatever, and um, what's the redemption? You know, if, if you serve your time, you serve your time, right? But still, people are like pissed about it. In American society, no. 
R. Kelly couldn't serve time and then release a new hit album that people would be happy about, you know? Probably. It's unlikely. But Mike Tyson got a show after his conviction. Mike Tyson did fully rehabilitate to the point that people openly talk about, laugh with, and invite Mike Tyson around. Yeah, yeah. he's popular. I think R. Kelly could have a similar... You're right. I guess that we actually Mike Tyson is a good example of someone that America accepted as I think rehabilitated. There are people who take umbrage with Mike Tyson's rape position. I'm sure. Yeah. A few people take umbrage with it. But or the fact that Mike Tyson is able to have the career he does after how he behaved. And same with OJ. OJ doesn't currently have a career. (laughs) (laughs) He's on his cameo. Does he? I think so. He could make a killing on Cameo. All right, why don't we do a Deepak Chopra? Oh, dude, my Deepak Chopra moment is easy. Getting to see John Cena starting to get his foot wet out of side the WWE, starting to become that kind of entertainer that The Rock became, a crossover star. This is the first step. You love to see Cena wet. (laughs) Yeah. How much gay sex have you had with John Cena in we've the had, course of our podcast? Uh, we, in cana- canonically within our podcast, we have had uh, probably five to seven sexual encounters. What if <laughs> Cena told you that he wanted to marry you and have a child with you? He just didn't want to have biological children, but he was willing to adopt. He, that's one with of the you. things we get. We're both such ardent child-free activists. You know, <laughs> that's how we get together. Um, my Deepak Chopra moment. I mean, it's so fucking funny how little they cared about the final uh, <laughs> test of grit. It, it's literally like the. It's just they hilarious. ran out of questions. They ran out of questions. My Deepak Chopra moment would be: I think a lot of union labor was involved. Uh, they've okay. got grips. They've got crane operators. My uh-huh. <laughs> is the true American grit, which is union membership. Except for the police union. Actually, I wanted to ask you about that. You know, everybody's like, hey, dismantle, you yeah, know? Yeah, the police union is a, is such a fascinating thing. Right. It, and someone could write a great article, and I'm sure they will, because left-wing people historically have not pushed, or left politicians have not pushed to eradicate it because it's one of the strongest and only labor unions we have left. But yeah. it protects bad actors. It's so interesting, though, how it's like the people that love a union also hate a union. Sure. I I, I, I don't have an, a point of view on it. I just always, whenever I see that, I always think, aren't we pro union? It's fascinating. Yeah, no, it yeah. is. Yeah, but I think the people that make that argument would say that the police, uh, that the police actors like that that position really just shouldn't exist at all. So a union for them is invalid. Is what they would probably argue. Yeah, I don't know. I, I honestly, I I wanted to ask Zach and you guys about it because police unions also, even when cities have good police commissioners, Boston has had this, New York has had this. The patrolman association spokesman is always a nut job, <laughs> like a very far right wing nut. Really, always, always like a huge Trump guy, very pro, it, like really, really defensive of violence. Yeah. <laughs> well. You know, well, that's interesting. I can think of one, one, one piece of violence should happen. Your buddy opened that beer should have gotten one over the fucking head. <laughs> hey, I'm sh- just I, kidding, I, dog. I, I'm joking. No, but he should have been taking it. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, if we're gonna have a police, I think alcohol is one of the biggest societal ills we have. What we really need is the wrestlers to unionize. I think that's what I'm supportive of. Take away the police union and give it the power to Hulk the wrestlers. Hulk Hogan famously said it would never happen, but he, Hulk Hogan has said a lot of things famously. <laughs> so, all right, why don't we do a role play? Let's do a role play. I'll be John Cena. I'll be Nikki Bella. Okay. okay. 
I'll be Brie Bella. Is that one of them? That's uh, we're twin sisters. Okay, cool. But pregnant, we're pregnant. Oh, let's, well, let's see. Hey, hey, Ladies, I thought I, I can't believe they actually allowed you, they, they picked you guys for season three of uh, American Grit. It's a total crossover with Total Bellas, our hit E show. Bell, gritty Bellas. Gritty hey, Bellas. Hey, John, huh? was the Bella the problem or the Nikki the problem? Uh, it, the, the, not, the wanting to have children was the problem. Well, I told Nikki many times I, I didn't want to have chi- children, well, and she didn't believe me. Well, Brie you, already has one child with her husband, J- Brian Danielson, and now <laughs> she's pregnant with another. That doesn't mean I can't <laughs> make love. <laughs> Nikki. Are you pro- are you propositioning my ex Nikki, right in front I'm of me? I'm feeling him out, you know? Wait, Nikki, you have a child now? I'm pregnant with a child. Oh, good. I'm glad you left me because I really didn't want to have a kid with you. That's insulting. Well, what about with me? Uh, let me see your puss. <laughs> John What? We don't talk like that It's 2020 That was vulgar It was forward It was rude Dude I'm so sorry I shouldn't have said that And um, I just want to wow, say I take like it back you look like such a pussy That you back down like that Do you need a fucking attitude <laughs> adjustment? <laughs> I will toss you off the shoulders so fast It doesn't do anything It's not real Oh, oh shit. You're going down now, bitch. John, she called your bluff. You have to give her an attitude yeah. adjustment. I'm, I'm 11 months pregnant. Squish. <laughs> oh, man. I feel my attitude is now adjusted. Oh, is that your crying baby over there? Wee, wee, no, John, please. It, it won't no, stop crying. No. It also needs an attitude adjustment. No, don't attitude adjust my baby. <laughs> Whack. Oh, oh, no. That done crying, bitch. Oh, no, I killed that baby. You guys didn't see anything. He was crying. I had to shake him. I had to. Uh, John, there's no excuse for that. But you're yeah, real judging. Yeah, you know? You're judging a lot. You're very I, unhelpful. What do you mean I'm judging a lot? He brought up my P-U-S-S-Y. <laughs> well, he killed my I, baby. I was getting to that. I found that to be... <laughs> yours uh, you know, was more important. No, you started with yours, you selfish bitch. Chronologically, mine came first. <laughs> I was trying to accurately... John's wrong to it. You're the bad twin. You're the evil twin. You know what, Nikki? I think I saw your sister kill that baby. I think that's what I saw too. I think that's what I saw too. Are you serious? Let's call the cops. Are you. Officer, this white woman killed a baby. Hey, now that I don't have a union, I don't feel protected. I'm stepping back. What? I'm leaving. Oh. Hey, this is. Because hey, no of the union. ACAB nonsense, you won't enforce the law. So he's going to just save it for later, just like they <laughs> yeah. always do. And I, I won't touch this until I'm unionized again. Goodbye. Oh, damn it. <laughs> well, I think it was Bella Bella who did this. I need to pump. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm <laughs> right. just saying, guys, we're... You know, I didn't do this, and I don't want to be here all day because I need You're to right. pump. Then, you know what? I think that dead baby's actually still breathing a little bit, so we'll have her just suckle. Or you could, John. <laughs> I'm disgusted with it. But that baby <laughs> looks like he's really hungry. Let's put this dead baby on your titty. <laughs> all righty. Good night, America. What do you give uh, the show? I give this show a two, and I give that role play a one. <laughs> <laughs> I give I give American Grit um, a five. It is a mediocre uh, talent spring for John Cena, a wonderful man. Give it a three. It was uh, really fucking bad. And how can I care about it if obviously the people who created it didn't either? Mm. Wow, insightful. Let's let's hear the outro. Good night, Uri.
put an ID card. Exactly. Specifically. I'm not in the military. Didn't I say this is you what know, guys, it'll look you like get, after guys, you get injured and then you go to the VA and you get out of the military? Don't you want the right to wear what you want to wear? 